Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this episode are those of anonymous respondents, irrespective of their class, race, religion, or faith. They do not purport to reflect the opinions or views of Nandir Williams or Treasures for Living Partners and Active Listeners. A survey was carried out, and the result seems to give us an insight into the prevalent thinking in today's world. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Treasures for Living Podcast. We asked a few married men some seriously probing questions. And the answers we got? Hmm. Let's just say they were quite revealing. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. I'm sure you want to know what this is about, right? We've been dealing with the subject of attraction and entanglement for some weeks now. We decided to ask married man anonymous questions. Here's question one. What attracts you to women generally? Yeah. Okay, so I love babes that um, are women that are curvy, you know, everything in shape, figure eight, like they say. You know, when the top is in the right place, the bottom is in the right place. I love women that have, you know, beautiful legs. Yeah. I also enjoy them when they're intelligent. But you know, with all of this package, it must come in a beautiful container. So, I mean, the face has to be presentable. Yeah, that, that, that's, those are the things that attract me to women. Well, I guess for me, it's, um, she has to have body. So that is, that is it. That's what attracted me to my wife. <laughs> she has to have body and fine. You got to be fine, man. Well, I like them a bit on the plumpy side, big, you know, not so big, but at least fleshy. That's at, and fine, really fine. That's, that's what I like. Our next question. Now that you are married, do you still get attracted to other women? And why do you think this happens? Of course I still get attracted to other women. You know, it's like immediately I got married, all the other women started getting more beautiful by the day. <laughs> yeah, I get attracted to other women. Uh, sometimes is um, I, I think uh, they begin to they look really, really nice and, you know, fine and sexy, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's why it happens. Or maybe I just have eyes for good things. <laughs> Definitely, you'll always find someone who is finer than, you know, your wife. There's always a final version. But the truth about it is that what attracted me to my wife is, I mean, it's much more deeper than, you know, that. Oh, well, of course, you see other women that you are, you see, a fine girl, nice girl, lovely, like, like the same feature. But of course, uh, I don't like to enter my head because if I like to get my head, I try to clear it out my head quickly. Because if not, your mind begins to wonder. So I, that's what I do. I don't take the thought off quickly. I don't kill it. Question three: Will you discuss with your wife if you found another lady highly irresistible and attractive, and why? Oh yes, man. I need to discuss about. In fact, when I we see one lady, I get it fine. Get it. My wife will say, Ah, she's fine too. So it's better to discuss it than to make it let it fester. If not. Allowing it to fester, just begin to build, you know, um, um, as they say, sin thrives in secrecy. So I would definitely tell my wife about it. Now, my wife, oh yes, definitely, because I need to do that, you know, to kill whatever is beginning to build up. Ah? <laughs> would I what? Ah. It's like pouring, pouring fuel on one small fire. You don't discuss that, though. 
ah no no you leave it to yourself ah you manage the situation i mean i'm attracted i'm attracted we'll solve the problem you know if it's a problem anyway but <laughs> tell my wife care ah no that's the beginning of the end though you or more you don't tell the wife or keep it question four has any lady come strong at you in a suggestive manner after you got married if yes how did you cope oh yes it became strong seriously of course i told my wife straight away and she decided she wanted to come in and handle the issue i said calm down <laughs> before you stay again but by taking my wife it was just easy to just kill those things, you know oh yes definitely of course i just cut the relationship you know created the boundaries like i should and that was it of course of course there was a lady that actually you know came very strong they told her i was married and said eh? is it the first married man <sighs> yes yes ladies have come strong to me in suggestive manners yeah they have how did i cope you cope by, you know, you follow the flow. You understand, Abi? But yeah, you follow the flow. You're a sharp guy now. You understand what I'm saying? Question five. Have you ever been emotionally close to a lady after you got married? Of course, yes. I mean, of course, yes. Ah, emotionally close, yes. There's, there's madame. There's madame, there's the wife. And <laughs> you get my point. They are <laughs> emotionally, yeah. Life must move on now. You understand? It was, you eat okra soup today. Tomorrow you eat, you know, egusi soup. You know that kind of thing. That's how it is, man. It is what it is. No. I tried to guard against it. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> so anyone, as if even the fact that when you talk to Kevin kind of them, you just try to see how you can create the boundaries. Critical, man. Well, I've been thinking about that question, and I've been cracking my head. For me to crack my head, that means it doesn't happen. Everyone I've dealt with, I've seen, I've killed that thought even when it's trying to come, because I just stay with this that because allowing the thought to flow in just and dwelling on it just keeps carrying it another level so i just keep it immediately it's fine ah they're fine i don't tell you because you're fine so i keep the thing like that when i tell you're fine that's all in our survey when married men were asked what attracts you to women over 60 percent indicated facial beauty and body shape about 10 percent indicated money only 30 percent indicated spirituality when further asked, do you always follow up when attracted by ladies? 60% indicated rarely. 20% indicated yes, when the opportunity arises. 20% declined to answer the question. When asked, as a married man, how far have you gone after being attracted to a lady other than your wife? 40% indicated it led to nothing. 40% indicated it led to friendship. 20% declined to respond. When asked, where is the place where you fight this type of attraction the most? 33% indicated places of worship. 25% indicated work and business places. Others indicated anywhere and everywhere.
When asked, how do you deal with attraction especially when it becomes intense? 60% indicated they will shrug it off. 20% indicated they will discuss with their wives. 20% declined to answer the question. And finally, when asked, did you feel the ladies you were attracted to were more beautiful than your wife at any time? 60% indicated no. 20% indicated maybe. 10% indicated yes. 10% declined to answer this question. Oh. And by the way, just for your information, all the men indicated that they are monogamous in principle. The series on attraction has been um, really insightful and I hope that you have been blessed. Listening to the conversation between these different men, um, we could see that they were all coming from different angles and they had different values and different beliefs about what and how they should conduct themselves. It's so important for us to remember that you can never get away with sin. The price for sin is so costly. The devil came to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and he told them, you know, that they could eat of the fruit that God had forbidden them to eat. He never told them that if or when they ate that fruit, that they would lose every single thing and be driven from the garden. He did not tell them the consequences of their sin. He deceived them. And that is how it is with sexual affairs, with sexual relations, with having, um, with adultery, with fornication. It is an offer. It is an enticing offer. It looks lovely. It looks delicious. It looks like you're going to get the best out of it. But actually, there are pains and there are consequences of transgressing and violating God's word. Now, why do I say that? We see that in the life of David. David, King David, this awesome lover of God, sees Bathsheba. She looks beautiful. He sleeps with her. Ends up killing her husband. He has a child. The child dies. Even though David repents, God tells him that there will be consequences to his action. You can never get away with anything. Don't be deceived. You know, whatever you sow, that is what you will reap. So there are consequences to having extramarital affairs, to adultery, to fornication. To There are consequences. And those consequences, even after you have said, God, I'm sorry, I ask you to forgive me, there will be things that would happen. So yes, God would forgive you and God will cleanse you of your sin, but there are consequences to your actions. So if we don't want to reap a wrong harvest, it's important that we don't sow the wrong seeds. May God bless you as you continue to listen to Treasures for Living. This is Nando Williams. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.